In the O, in the X, in the O, it's XO. Is he okay? Sports talk. <laughs> I Welcome have to episode <laughs> number 33, XO Sports Talk 2022. The whole band is together. We've been out for a while, but we're back. What's up, fellas? What's, what's, what's up, man? Happy what's New going year, on, everybody. man? Oh, Happy New see Year, you guys! Happy, Happy New, New Year! year. I mean, guess somebody year, must have gave you a new brand of coffee. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, buddy! It's 2022, and I'm ready to do what I'm going to do. How about it? Let's go! We got some hot hey. sports talk. Let's go, fellas! <laughs> hey. hey, Happy New Year to all our viewers and listeners from Exo Sports Talk. We'd like yes. to thank you all for your support. We're currently streaming on all media and podcast platforms. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure to hit the subscribe button and tap the notification bell. You can also join in on tonight's discussion by calling the number at the bottom of the screen. For those of you that are listening in, you can call 475-221-5006. Again, thank you for your support. Thank you, everybody. No Appreciate doubt. everybody out there listening in, sure. tuning in. Woo! We're the baddest show in the land, fellas, huh? Exo Sports Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 33. Wow. wow. Who thought? Guys, imagine. <laughs> um, NFL lost two coaches. Dan Reeves, who had taken the Denver Broncos and the Atlanta Falcons to uh, – the Super Bowls, three for the Broncos, one for the Atlanta Falcons, and Coach Madden. We're going to start off with uh, Dan Reeves. Uh, the passing of former Dan Reeves, NFL coach Reeves, who uh, coached the Denver Broncos to three Super Bowls and coached the Atlanta Falcons to the Super Bowl. Uh, his regular 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 season record was 190 wins, 165 lost with two ties. His postseason was 11 and nine. Mm-hmm. Question I have for you guys. Should coach Dan Reeves be put in the NFL hall of fame? Terry. Yeah, I, I think he should get in. Um, just, just based off of what he contributed to the league. Um, he was a big piece of that Cowboys offense. Um, what people consider to be the, I guess, the first great Dallas team. Uh, he threw a touchdown in uh, the ice bowl. I know he was an offensive assistant for, uh, I think, seven seasons for the Cowboys during those uh, great teams of the 70s. He coached the uh, Broncos to three AFC titles in four seasons. Um, he was a coach of the year uh, for three different franchises. And I think only Bill Belichick and Tom Brady have more, have been to more Super Bowls than him. So uh, I think he should get in. 
you know, mm-hmm. just based off his contributions to the league, you know, early on in the league, you know, he, his name was, his name is etched in stone. So. Yeah. yeah. Emerson. Hey, Dan Reeves. Uh, we're definitely going to miss him. Um, his football greatness. Uh, he come from a great tree under Tom Landry, as Terry mentioned, as an assistant coach. Um, and he was famous for that um, halfback option pass in the Ice Bowl uh, there in Green Bay in 1967, uh, which reminds me, somebody has a birthday coming up on this show. They were born in 1967. Uh, I won't say no names. but Yeah, that would be you tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but at um, any rate, <laughs> <laughs> the great Dan Reeves, first of all, you had to take a look at his class. Uh, I love the way he prepared himself on the sidelines in his nice dress attire where he come out with the nice suits on and the nice ties and very well-groomed and ready for the game. You didn't see many coaches back then wearing a nice suit tie on the sideline mr dan reeves exhibited that and i that's one one of the things i love also about his great coach and knowledge and his contributions to the game both with the denver broncos and the atlantic falcons so he's going to be missed and i think somebody uh, should get together the committee and make sure mr reeves gets into the hall of fame malcolm well, I don't think there's a doubt. I think uh, uh, Coach Reeves should definitely be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, not. I mean, he did a lot for football. I mean, I mean, he was during the Elway days, and you know, he lost to some great teams in the Super Bowl. So you know, teams that came at him, but he definitely got his team to the uh, Super Bowl. What was it, three times? Am I right? And uh, he he Four. definitely. In, four. In four, oh, it was four times. Okay, even more. Uh, three with Denver, one, and with, one with Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, he still, you know, was a you know excellent coach, especially with his X and O's. Like you said, he learned under you know the great Tom Landry, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, he was part of you know the Dallas dynasty, you know, the Doomsday. Well, Doomsday was the defense. He was a part of that team, you know, when they were uh, innovating, of course, redoing things in football mm-hmm. as far as the offense was going. Right. Um, the man, the man definitely gets all the credit for me. His, his wins and his record speaks for itself. But not only that, he was a class act, man. I mean, mm-hmm. he showed a lot of professionalism when he was a coach. He also wore a suit, you know. He also got that from Landry, you know, where he wore a suit, you know, every time he had a game. So it is what it is. I mean, coaches today, it's hard to be the coach like Reeves. Reeves wasn't a big-time yellower on that. He just did his job, man. So definitely Dan Reeves being Hall of Fame. Brian. And I, I agree. Um, he brought a lot to the game. Um, and, and one thing I would like to give him kudos for, especially I would think, is, is he adapts his coaching style. He came from the old school mentality of coaching. Then he came in with the new generation with the Mike Vicks and them, and he did adapt to that. And he, he did well. And I had to give him kudos for that. So I think he more than well and should deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. For me, uh, it was Dan Reeves. I'm like, yeah, this guy's wearing a suit, just like Coach Landry. Old school. And he was always a class on the sidelines. And then, you know, unfortunately, things went dry in Denver. 
And then you saw a different side of Dan Reeves when he went to Atlanta. The Dirty Birds. Mm-hmm. How they were whacking the wings. And then all of a sudden you saw Dan Reeves out of character when they um, were headed to the Super Bowl. And he's uh, surrounded by all the guys and he's flocking doing the Dirty Bird along with them. And you're like, mm-hmm. wow, that's not the Dan Reeves of the Denver Broncos. And also Dan Reeves was one that drafted Michael Vick yeah. oh. to Atlanta. And he figured out with Michael Vick, put speed around him, let those guys go down the field. And while they're going down the field, there goes either Michael Vick throwing the football down the field or taking off running. So he brought a lot to the game and I feel that Dan Reeves should be put into the Hall of Fame. And as we, as Emerson said earlier, tomorrow's his birthday. Hey! He said hey. he gave the age. <laughs> I didn't. None of us did. Happy so, birthday, bro. Happy hey. birthday, bro. Hey. Hey. Yeah, hey. happy hey, birthday, man. man. Uh, just, back double nickel. I just, back got double one nickel. Thing, <laughs> I just got one thing to say to you is this. Moses! Moses, deliver us, Moses. <laughs> hey, don't forget Dan Reeves also coaching a, a, a guy that he didn't know where to put him in, you know, whether he was a receiver or a tight end. Dan Reeves made Shannon Sharp who he was today and told him to believe in himself. A yep. guy out of, don't forget, kid coming out of Savannah State, you know, HBCU, yep. by the way, you know, yep. coming out of Savannah State doing his thing. So hey, kudos to uh, Dan Reeves. He said he has a lot of respect for Dan Reeves. Dan Reeves was a great coach. He loved them. You know, he says made him believe in himself and in his abilities. So that's a that's a big time. I'm pretty sure he did that with the multiple players in the NFL. So oh, yeah. he will be missed. He will be missed. Definitely. 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 Prayers Definitely. and condolences to his family. Yep. Guys. Definitely. The big man on the sidelines, the big man in the studio. And doing the games and coming out with his own game. The legend, John Madden. John Madden. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was a classic. One of a kind. Yeah. Yes. I, yes, I yes. looked back at, if you ever get a chance, Saturday Night Live with John Madden <laughs> going into the locker room of the Cincinnati Bengals. Hilarious. Wow. Okay. If you get a chance to watch it, yep. it's called going into the losing team locker room. Outstanding. But check that out. Terry, when you think of John Madden, what do you think about? Oh man. Um it's it's there's a lot. I mean, uh football excellence. Uh you know, greatness, when you hear, when you hear the name Madden or to just be called by your last name, Madden, um, and or in any sport, that means that you've made it, you represent greatness. Uh, there's just so many things, the Madden cruiser, um, all Madden team, um, a lot of people like to talk about Tony Romo 
and how his knowledge of the game actually makes listening to him and, and watching the game fun. But Madden was the kind of the first to do that, um, you know, with his coaching experience. He was able to break down a play. Um, he gave you the sound effects. Uh, he went to the instant replay and, and drew on the screen and, you know, dissected plays. Um, that's something I, that I remember. Um, he was on every major network. He was on CBS. We got to see him on ABC, Monday Night Football. Um, I think also NBC, right, mm -hmm. as well. Um, and then, you know, for me, uh, I got to go with the video game. John Madden or Madden, you know, um, played that game. I was introduced by, to the game by you, Aaron. And, uh, I played it ever since. Until you um, beat and, me. <laughs> I mean, well, we could save easy. that. You know. That was easy. <laughs> we could save that for another, uh, podcast or YouTube. <laughs> nope. but, um, right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just represented excellence. And, you know, one one interesting thing that I found out just talking about the video game, originally when EA Sports brought it to him, they were only going to have uh, they were only going to be able to allow six players on the on the field. And he said, no, I want the game to be the most realistic that it can be. And so I think they waited a couple of years before they could get the technology to get all the players on the field. So. Um, condolences to his family. Uh, true football legend. Emerson. Well, um, first and foremost, you know, um, legendary commentator, uh, legendary coach. Um, and I think his name will carry on, um, for any type of if you, you want to become a, a sports broadcaster, I think all of his videos need to be played. <laughs> um, so you can kind of symbolize what, what he was able to do in the booth. Um, because as Terry stated, he brought you into the game. Even if you have very little football knowledge, he can bring you into the game where you could understand what was going on. Um, many times watching Super Bowls and there are females around at, at the Super Bowl parties and he's breaking the film down and you can hear women saying, oh, I understand what's going on now just because of John Madden. Um, that's what he brought to, to the game. Um, that's what he brought to the broadcast booth. Um, he had one of the longest run, him and uh, Summerall, um, for, for many, many years. Mm -hmm. And uh, Speaking of the video game, that was just on a total another planet. For that game to ascend the way it did, um, millions, millions of teenagers, grown men, I'm going to say it again, and grown men played that game um, weekly. Um, the national championships that it had involved into over the internet, how you were able to play Madden football over the internet with people in other countries that just kind of just took things to a whole nother level. And um, it was because of Madden, um, his voice and his voice was in the game. And um, 
EA Sports just did a phenomenal job with that um, from where it started at to where it is today. And uh, and every now and then I still can uh, whip anybody, you know, if they want to play me. Um, you just say the date, time, and I'll be right there. Uh, um, there's a few guys on this panel right here. They don't want no part of me. M, it's about Madden. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Yes. The great legend. John Madden. Oh, may, man. May he rest in peace. Malcolm. Boom! I tell you what that turkey put that turkey in there. You gotta you gotta come down here for that. I tell you what, <laughs> definitely a legendary coach. You know, Super Bowl winner. You know, during those great Raider days. You know, he uh, brought a lot of entertainment to the broadcasting booth. And like you said, the knowledge he gives was was excellent because the man knew football. He was truly a pioneer in the game. You know itself. You know, because he didn't just—he loved football. Not only know football, he loved football. So it was, you know, great to see that when you see an announcer with passion like that into the game. So you know, deep condolences to his family and and loved ones. You know, and same goes out to them. And he will be missed without a doubt. Because uh, don't worry about it. Those Madden games will probably still sell because. As a dad, I didn't play the game. Forever. As a dad, I had to buy the games, you know, <laughs> for my two sons, and it cost me money. And by the way, uh, he said, you say the name Madden, I had to buy some Steve Madden shoes, too, for my wife and my <laughs> kids. So the name Madden still drives, still sticks in my pocket. So just to let you know, I got, you know, when I had to buy those games and then I had to buy the new PS, PS3, PS4, PS5, the Xbox, I had to buy all that, man. I'm telling you now, it all was crazy. All because of Madden. All because of Madden. It had nothing to do with nothing else. All because of Madden. Well, NBA 2000 also, you know, when those came out, 2K, they, those made me had to buy those too, but I know oh. in August my son yeah. had to have the new exactly. Madden coming out. Not not the week later, not in Christmas time. No. Now he had to have it in August. August. <laughs> yep. And wait in line for it if you had to. Uh, yeah, I wasn't doing that. It's the store didn't oh, have it. Midnight release. <laughs> I've done that. Midnight release. I was I was there. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. I got it when I got it. Midnight Brian. release. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, y'all hit on all the points, um, Matt. And when I think about that, and I think about football in general, my brother Aaron, he caught me when I was young. He brought me into it, like in the Steelers. I didn't really know much about the game. Madden, seeing him on TV, he simplified the game for me. He was illustrated on TV, put a hat on a hat and a hat, running back, hit the hole, boom. <laughs> and it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but his video game, I can't even I can't even deny it. It taught me the basics and the knowledge of football in depth, of playbook, of zone blitzes, cover two, cover three. You had all your different offensive playbooks. I would run a West Coast offense. G would run hard. He would be like a uh, Washington, yeah. Joe Gibbs, just run, run, run. Plays. He had four <laughs> plays. He only but, had four plays. <laughs> but that Madden, that game, it showed me all different levels of how to tackle. Well, what you do in you know, an offensive scheme and a defensive scheme. So it was unheard of back then for a video game to be that in depth. Yes. And it yes. just made. Oh, my God. 
everybody loved football. And then Madden himself, his personality, you know, I matter of fact, one thing I do remember was a Thanksgiving game and Detroit was playing. They were getting blown out. They stunk. Mm. And Madden just started talking about carving up the turkey. And he started using the illustrator. And he was like, you do this and you put mashed potatoes and put it on some bread. And it was like, that. that was the best part of the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yep. Yes. He's legendary, man. So he will be missed for sure. Uh, for for me, it was Madden was, you remember on Saturdays, plays of games of the week? Mm-hmm. And you would hear them talk about the Raiders and how they would have the music and how they were the bad boys of football. And you would see Madden walking the sidelines and then you had al davis and the music and you're because you only had about three channels back then so so they were able to really grab your attention and you would see madden on the sidelines big burly guy and and his tough team and he had a bunch of wackadoos on that team but Interesting thing about those guys, Madden was like this. Be who you are. I don't care what you do before the game, but when you play the game, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tolerate any penalties. You play it right. And the Raiders back then were not a penalized team compared to the Raiders going into the future. They are one of the most penalized, undisciplined team. Yeah. Which is pretty ironic. But when you take a look at Madden, then all of a sudden he goes into the booth with Pat Summerall. Mm -hmm. You remember, like you guys said, he's saying, boom, Madden was the first one with the telestrator pointing it out, drawing the place, saying this is a hole he's going through, like Brian saying, then boom. For a very highly intelligent man, which he he didn't get a lot of credit for, but he was, mm-hmm. it's really brilliant of him to be able to make the game, simplify the game for people to understand. And that kudos to him. And I listened to Shannon Sharp talk about Madden and during the video game era of Madden, they had the whole, um, the Madden jacket that they would give to the elite players on the game. All Madden. The All Madden team. And they would the jackets would come to your house. Those guys, those jackets were like a Hall of Fame jacket. Shannon Sharp said this one year, him and his brother got one. And he was happy. Shannon said that he got five of them. And he said he has them to this day. He said, when Madden said that you were great, you were great. He said, not like some of the announcers today who throws the word around like a dime a dozen. For Madden to say that, those guys took it with pride. And kudos to John Madden, because that 
video game to tell them he could have just said, oh, yeah, give me the money. Sure. Why not? He says, well, wait a minute. You put my name to this game. You do this game the right way. Mm-hmm. He knew nothing about software or the technology that they were putting in, in the game, but he knew the X and O's. And he said, you're not going to go out there with six guys saying this is a vid- a football game. Mm-hmm. You either put a 11 out on the field on both sides or have a nice day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and kudos to EA Sports because Terry Emerson, and Brian knows that there was other games before Madden that didn't have 11 guys on the field. Exactly. Yeah. And that just made the name Madden even bigger because a lot of people don't remember Deion Sanders had a video game. Joe Montana had a video game. Yep. And those games did not make it. Madden was the one on the top at the end. So Madden brought so much to the NFL and to the video game world where that the video game world, these kids today, Madden, the coach, he he coached. (laughs) I, I, I know the game Madden. And to this day, it's still one of the popular games. Yeah, it is. This man will truly be missed. And I'll play you whenever you're ready, Aaron. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can't okay. beat nobody, man. Yeah, yeah. you're old now. <laughs> I would go into some old stories, yeah. but we, I, we yeah. got I still got it. I still yeah. got it. Uh, Emerson, still got it. please give <laughs> not us not after, not after tomorrow. Done. I, I still, I still got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you got, you got this segment. <laughs> NHL Winter Classic. All right. Okay. Listen, the 2022 Winter Classic <laughs> featuring the St. Louis Blues and the Minnesota Wild. It was held at Target Field, Minneapolis this year. This has become a, a wonderful event. Um, it's held outdoors. Um, just being able to uh, play the game of hockey outdoors and guys really um, exhibiting their, their love for the game, um, where it started. And it's been um, very popular and um attendance and it's picking up a lot of steam now and i think this is something that's going to carry on for the next few years i i don't see them stopping it anytime soon because it's really gained a lot of momentum right now big up to the nhl for having this event yearly i think it's a, a great great tool for the game of hockey for the nhl for both younger players and players to come to know this is um putting a statement on the game of hockey, it being played outdoors. And I think it's something that should continue um, over the next few years. So big up to the NHL. And um, we, we know, of course, uh, the, the, the goal is to get to the Stanley Cup. But this is um, just, just great for the NHL. And um, kudos, two thumbs up. Kudos Definitely. to anybody that can play hockey. Man, it's amazing, uh, kudos to man. the fans that were out there watching Listen, that hockey. Huh? It was yeah. cold out oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, it they don't stop coming, man. They, they yeah. love it, man. They love yeah. it. Huh? Uh, I watched it, you. but yeah. I had a heater <laughs> and some socks on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was I'll, give, I'll give you a quick, um, quick uh, one. 
I went to Hill House my freshman year, and Hill House was a family uh, black high school. So all of a sudden, they decided this semester they were going to have hockey, weightlifting. I said to myself, there is no way I'm going to be playing hockey with the brothers. I made sure that I got my seat on the bench. So when they say, okay, line up, I was the first one in line because I knew it was going to be like some of the hockey where there's going to be a fight. And sure enough, a couple of kids didn't know what they were doing with the sticks. Bop in the shin. Bop in the upside the head. I will see you after school because nobody's not going to hit me with a hockey stick. Oh, oh man. Come on, man. Toughen up. Come on, I, I didn't have to toughen up because I was lifting weights. I had, I didn't have to deal with that. And yes. That's why you lift all them weights, son. Uh, college football uh. championship picks. You have Bama roll tie with versus the Georgia Bulldogs. This is a SEC rematch. Emerson rematch. Huh? Yeah. Emerson, who do you have? I'm going with the Georgia Bulldogs. Go Georgia. Go Georgia. Listen, they want revenge. They're coming back. This is where the tide begins to stop. It's not rolling anymore because Georgia, I believe, is going to dominate this football game. We're not taking anything away from Alabama. We know they're great Nick Saban coach team. They have all-stars on every angle, first string, second string, third string, water boy. Uh, <laughs> they can bring somebody in from the parking lot and put them in the game. It doesn't matter. But this Georgia team, I think, has something to say about this this go around. They, they just oh, they're massive, massive up front. Yeah. That D line is three thirty, three forty. They they just got some enormous human beings on that D line. So it's going to be an all out brawl for the national college football championship. I can't wait. Monday night. Hurry up and get here. Monday night, hurry up and get here. Harry. Well, like Emerson said, they, they got to make it a, a dog fight. Um, Georgia cannot allow Bama to get out front. No. Um, it's, it's a tough, tough task for Georgia, but I'm, I'm going with Georgia. Um, I had a dog in the fight, which was Michigan, which they're done. Um, but I think Georgia could pull it off. But like I said, they got to make it a, a, a drag out knockdown game from the beginning to end. Um, and I have family out in Atlanta, so I'm going All with right. uh, Bulldogs. All right. Woo, woo, woo. You want to make sure you're <laughs> able to go to the family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Malcolm. 
Roll Tide. I'm telling you now, it's hard to go against Nick Saban. I said it before. The man, he just knows how to coach, and he knows when it comes down to winning this type of championship. He knows a dude. Not only that, I'm impressed with his quarterback, that, that kid, Bryce Young. Bryce he Young. can sling the ball. That kid is good. I mean, he makes the other guys better. What I like is he hits his guys in stride. You know what I mean? He's learning to read defense and move himself, roll the pocket, hit him, hit, hit somebody. That kid's on fire. I mean, he's the Heisman Trophy winner. I mean, he didn't get it by luck. The kid can no. ball. The he's kid good. can ball. And Alabama wrong, defense, they ain't nothing to sleep about. They always got a beast on that line every year. And their DBs are always on point, you know. So they, they, they get they get a rock out. It's going to be a better game than it was before because Georgia knows what to do, and Georgia's may have a bigger surprise for them. Uh, and and but it's hard to go against Nick Saban. The man just knows how to win. Brian, yep, this is a clash of the SEC, um, and I am going with Georgia. I I want Georgia to win, and I'm going to go with Georgia. Um, right. The way I look at it. They know each other. Uh, they both 13 and one have, well, had a 13 and one record. So this is the game everybody wanted to see. You're getting to yes. see it. So getting to see it. The the system did work out. Um, and I, as a matter of fact, I read an interesting article. This some company. I'm not gonna name the name of it, but last name is Mac. But they put a bet out, 1.2 million for Bama to win. Ooh. It's like, wow, nice. Ooh. I made a bet with a co-worker who's paying for lunch. <laughs> for 1.2 million? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's just the difference oh, between the two. Man. And if I lose, I'm mad about it. I'm telling you right now. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, you got a case of do on the line? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going with Georgia Bulldogs. I, uh, I, I think I'm going to have to go with Nick Saban. He, he's just hard to beat. I mean, the, he's like, he's got a machine down there in Alabama. They just, uh, uh. they just keep going. Turn a factory. And mm-hmm. I was and just thinking about it while you guys were talking and when Malcolm did the roll tide, for some odd reason, I had a flashback of Nick Saban when he was with LSU. He was a winner there. Oh, yeah. And I'm saying to myself, what is it that these kids, what is he selling to them to make them want to go to Bama or to make them want to go to LSU? But he's got a winning formula, and I think it would be a close game, but I think in the end, Bama will win. Yeah, they say the barbecue is better down there in Alabama. But of course. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> yep. This is what happens when you get old, boys and girls. Yeah. Think of food. Good old, good old barbecue down there, huh? You sleep by halftime. <laughs> well, but, uh, don't forget the coleslaw to go with it. Yeah. This, this, this topic here. Um, we were talking about it. And some of the stuff that we were talking about, Antonio Brown, we cannot bring up on the air. (laughs) Should Antonio Brown get another (laughs) chance to play in the NFL after um, 
taking off his top of his NFL jersey. Emerson, I'm going to save you for last. Or maybe maybe you not even put you on for this one. Um, Let's get him out the way. I got something to say. (laughs) Malcolm. Yes, yes. I'm going to say it's going to be hard for him to get another job. But from what I find out, he wasn't in the wrong. If you're injured, you shouldn't play. Simple as that. I mean, it is what it is. He had an injury, and he, he felt he couldn't cut. He couldn't do nothing. Yeah, everybody says, yeah, but he's parading around, running outside, doing jumping jacks, you know. I says, it's one thing to, to do that. Another thing to run, cut, stop on a dime, jump, you know, get tackled by your ankle and somebody do an alligator roll. You really done. I mean, the man is injured, and they already said that he's going to require, he needs to require surgery after the season. So injury is injury. I mean, you can't put it no better than that. And I'm pretty sure the NFL is going to get involved with this, this whole thing. And the way he went about it, no, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't good. I mean, he just ran off the field like he was a quitter. But come to find out that the coach, who to me didn't act professional, I guess he didn't care, and he told him to get the you no know, get the, get out of here, you know, just get the f off the field. And so you don't tell a grown man that and not think he's gonna do it. You know what I mean? So and never mind, we already know the guy has some issues. You know, we're hoping that you know if he has mental issues, you pray for him and you know get it done. But the coach is what it is. Coach is part of the fault too, you know, because you can't tell a man that he's done on the field and, and expect his pride to be, you know, sitting there saying nothing, you know, it is what it is. Hey, Malcolm, what, what did the coach say to him again? He said, get the, <laughs> get the F off the field. You're done. It's uh, like yeah. that because yeah. he wouldn't go in. He was injured. That was, was a nice way to put it. Flock. Flocker. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bruce Harris is a very colorful man. <laughs> <laughs> There's no shame to his game. <laughs> Terry. Uh, um oh man. I think he can get another opportunity um with the right team. I think he is gonna have to if if it is the case that he does have some mental health issue. He's going to have to get help. Um, and in order for him to get another opportunity, I, I think it would be with a team that for the most part is right there on at the cusp of winning a Super Bowl. I mean, we saw that with, you know, you know let's face it, Tampa took a chance on him last year and it paid off. Yeah. They won a Super Bowl. But you had they they knew. I mean, just like the Patriots knew, um, Pittsburgh knew what they had. The Raiders knew what they were getting into. Um, Tampa knew eventually that something could happen, and it did last Sunday. Now I'm not putting any blame on him. It looks like there's more to the story, and we've all heard what's come out, um, and that's going to be discussed amongst. Antonio Brown, his agent, uh, maybe some lawyers, um, Tampa and the league. But 
you know, he could get another opportunity. It's just, it's going to be with a team, I feel, that feels like they got a shot to win the Super Bowl. Um, and they'll take that chance on him. And they'll know what they're getting into. But I think he'll help himself. Um, like I said, if it's the case that he does have some mental health issues, he gets gets some help and um, takes care of himself mentally. I think uh, he could be playing again in the league. Hmm. Brian. Uh, when I, when I originally seen it on the field, uh, automatically, I, I just thought this, this is not good for AB and hearing more of the story. He, he may have reasons for doing what he had, what he did, but wasn't the right way to go about it. Um, the issue I do have, whether he was right or wrong is he has had multiple chances. He has done things that, you know, he shouldn't have done. So he has had chances. Will he get another chance? Um, I, I don't think so. I think this is going to be it for him in the league. But and for something that he may have may have not have been the wrong for. But your record and track record, it looks bad and it makes you look bad. So that all that carries with you for when you're right, it's like it seemed like you're still wrong. So I, I don't see him being with another team. I think this may be it for A.B., which is a sad thing to, to see if that's the case. Hmm. Emerson. Interesting. All of you gentlemen who have spoken. Interesting. So I wanna I wanna go back here a little bit and let's look at the Pittsburgh Steelers when he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Great production on the field, but we knew there were some off the field issues and some other things going on. Um so we want to say Pittsburgh missed that. He goes to the Raiders. Um, and we understand he's a productive player. He runs a 4-3-9. And then there were some issues there. Hmm. Then he goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He has to live with Tom Brady. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Skip, skip the, the Patriots. Team. Skip oh, the oh, Patriots. Oh, yep, yep. Let's go. Yep. Let's go back to the Patriots. Yes. Okay. Don't worry. We understand wait, wait. you're getting old. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh yeah, I'm getting old. Yeah. <laughs> um. So there was some more issues there, and then Tampa, and the fake vaccination card, and um something with furniture at a hotel, um, all of these things. But we're saying all of these teams miss everything that was should have been either evaluated before he stepped on the field or did his production supersede what he was really going through as a human being. Now, if we're yes. saying he's dealing with some, some mental health things going on, I hope the brother gets the help that he needs. And I hope that someone can get um, able to, to talk to him and help him along the way that he can be a productive person in society. And let's not look at just his football attributes. But we're saying all of those professional doctors 
from all of those organizations missed all of this. I have a problem with that. So speaking, if he'll get another chance on a team, yes, the USFL is starting in April. He may be able to get a chance with them. There's always the Toronto team up in Canadian Football League. And then there's some other football leagues that's just around the way. Maybe he'll get a shot with them. But I don't see him playing in the NFL ever again. It's a privilege to play for the National Football League. A privilege. You don't make mockery of it and throw your shirt off and, and, and walk out on your teammates and walk out on your coach in the middle of a game. It's a privilege to play for the National Football League. But if there's some other things going on, let's get that fixed before we allow him to step foot back on the football field again. Mm, privilege. You're, privilege. You're right. It is, it's a, a blessing to be able to play in the NFL, to make money, to help your family, and to have a better way of life. Now, what you do with your money or you blow it, oh, well, you had a chance. For me personally, I'm afraid that somebody is going to give him a chance even during this playoff run. I would not be surprised if Antonio Brown is on a team. I don't think, I think next year he'll be with a team, but I would not be shocked if you see Antonio Brown sign with a playoff team. Because while all these teams are messing around with him is because he still has talent. That's the reason why Antonio Brown is still around in the league at, am I right, 33 years old? Because he's still one of the best wide receivers in the game. If Antonio Brown wasn't, the league would say, don't let the door hit you on the way out. What I what we were talking about in the production meeting, my feelings was, what would have happened if Antonio Brown had taken off his pants? Hmm. Hey, man. Yeah. The, the circus will have continue i mean thank you what are we waiting for next to happen and what i was trying to say there are professional health advisors doctors evaluators on all of the football teams in the league and someone had to have had a conversation to sit down with him to see if he was in the right space okay to be able to conduct himself as an NFL football player. You represent a brand, a very expensive brand, and you cannot exhibit the behavior on national television that we've seen. I've never seen anything, and I've heard other coaches talk about they haven't seen anything like that in 30 years of coaching. What, what I saw on the sidelines was a state trooper dressed to the nines as he should he had his cap he was i mean he looked like he was a former football player out there and how the strap came across and i said to myself if antonio brown 
takes off his clothes or anything out on the field, he's gonna he can't go out there because his job is to look out for the fans who may jump out of out of their seats. Mm-hmm. So the NFL was not ready if he had did any kind of shenanigans like that. The only thing that they could do is we're going to commercial. Mm-hmm. But for the why. fans that are in the stadium with their kids and stuff, <laughs> you think the NFL was ready for something like that? That's why I, I don't see him being back in the league. Um, <laughs> that and let alone right. for himself after the limelight and these lights go off on him. How, how's he going to? He, he lives for that. Exactly. Once you, once you don't light. have that and those lights so go why off. are you going to give that to him again? No, no. Because yeah. if you take a look at some of the players before. I get it. They think that time is on their side. Roger and, Goodell has a job to do, and he I don't care who wants to sign him. Roger Goodell has to step in and say, no, not on my watch. Well, he didn't say that about four times. Well, we haven't seen this side of him yet. We haven't seen this side. But he I didn't say this to what? Well, let's put it, let's go back to Oakland. He grabbed the general manager and got into a fight with him. Off yeah. camera. Doesn't matter. Off camera. Doesn't matter. Off camera. I'm saying. He, he may Where? be right in this situation, what happened. But his track record makes it all look wrong. The New England Patriots. New England Patriots. You're going to talk about the owner to mean that that cuts your check. Exactly. (laughs) Malcolm, what did the coach tell him again? (laughs) I think you're on mute, Malcolm. Yeah. You're on mute, man. You're on mute. There you go. Nope. Told him to tell him to go to the locker room and have some tea. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he just should have handled it differently, you know, yeah. but who knows what was said. But as Brian said, given his track record, he just he can't afford to do what he did. He couldn't afford yeah. for that to happen. If he may be 100 percent right, but just given the track record, um, you know, I'll say allegedly, because I don't know hundred mm-hmm. percent, but right. he just can't afford he couldn't afford to have it happen that way for him. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see if a team will pick yeah. him up for the playoffs. I mean, maybe uh, something happened the night before or something. I, I don't know that guys, we have Dallas at Philadelphia Saturday game. We're going to leave these two to the Dallas Cowboy guys. Emerson. Ta-da. Listen, I want to see uh, my my offense get on track. And I'm, I'm going with the Cowboys. I think they're a little angry. They want a little momentum going into the playoffs. I know many teams, or when you get to this point in the season, everybody's hurt. You want to, you want to rest some players so some players can be able to be healthy going into the playoffs. But I always see, um, I, I like to say, momentum carries you into victory, into the playoffs. So sometimes resting the players or resting players 
can really throw off your rhythm. I've seen that happen many, many times to several teams. So I'm hoping Dallas mm-hmm. plays all their players and go out there and get that depth. Go Cowboys. Malcolm. Well, they can't play the players that are on COVID. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, uh, they got three players that are going to be Next out. Man Anthony up. Brown. Next man yeah. up. I agree. Next Anthony man. Brown. Next man up. Tyron Smith. And, of course, that beast and the best player in the draft of 2021, Michael Parson. Uh, I tell you right now, man, it's 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 just gonna be another game, you know, because I don't think they can move up in position because the other two teams ahead of them are playing cupcake schedule, you know. I mean, you can only can play who's in front of you. So, and I think Philadelphia is already in the playoff, if I'm not mistaken. So, I think they're not gonna move up to anybody anyway. They're stuck at the eighth at, at the eighth spot or the or the seventh spot, whatever it is. They're stuck at it, so it doesn't matter. So, oh, they are. <laughs> You're just going to see them go through the motions. Let's see what they'll do. Mm. Rhythm, continuity. That's what I want to see. I, I want to, I just want to see them play I well. I thought Philly together. was playing to get in. And, and so. carry, oh, and carry in. that over. They're in. Philly's in. Philly's, Philly's in. in. Oh, then. Yeah. But yeah. Terry, I leave this one for you. 49ers in the Rams. The logo on the back. Must win for us. We got to get in. We got to win. We know we we know coming in we got to win this game to get in the playoffs. Um, we play the Rams tough. We got a history with them, so we're gonna get this win, get in the playoffs to make some noise. Oh, you confident, man? You confident Event about season. that, bro? Event season. Hell, man, you confident over there, man? Oh, man who's yeah. gonna quarterback the 49ers? Steve Young, right? Montana. <laughs> 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 right now, I'm I'm uh, I'm hearing that uh, Jimmy G's, if he can go, he's gonna play, but we'll see. And that's that's directly from Shanahan. Jimmy Did he G, play last huh? week? No, no, he didn't. Trey played. Uh, he's got a, a torn ligament in his thumb. In his thumb, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trey, y'all won the game, so yeah. did y'all win last week? Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah we won. He did his job then. Yeah. Yep. Actually played well. Uh, I don't care who plays, just win. Just win, baby. I don't matter. I'm gonna be sitting laying out somewhere eating ice cream. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> my my little brother. Yeah. Pittsburgh and the Ravens. Uh Big Ben's last game. Since this is last game, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Steelers. I'm gonna go with the Steelers. Yeah, but uh, I'm interested. Who, who's quarterbacking? Lamar. Right now is the other one. Um, Huntley. Tucker. Hunt, Tucker. Whatever name. Hunt, no, Huntley. 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 So, Huntley. Well, Tucker Steelers out. Quarterback. Ichabod Crane. No, I think it's Ichabod in Baltimore. Crane. It's in Baltimore. <laughs> it's in Baltimore. Yeah. So and guys, Pittsburgh's wide receiver Deshante Johnson is out. Uh, you got to win, and, and Colts got to lose. Yeah. So, that tie hurts. Some us. ice cream, too. Ice <laughs> 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 hey, cream for everybody. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> told yeah. us we was getting ice cream. <laughs> I, was, I was so depressed. I was like, uh, I was so happy with the Monday night football game with uh, Big Ben. They let him call. 
the plays and mm-hmm. he cut out a lot of that man in motion stuff. And the offensive coordinator, they you know the offensive line coach, they moved him out of the way and they put in a new office mm-hmm. line coach. And mm-hmm. he Come just on, the offensive line. <laughs> it's some turmeric or some eugen- eugenics Woo! or something. <laughs> well, the offensive, the new offensive line coach, they he basically told the guys, see the man in front of you, attack him. Forget about the zone blocking. They just went to old fashioned smash on mouth a hat. football. Hat on a hat. And yep. Najee, you saw run for 188 yards. Yep. He's a beast. The kid is good. Kid is good. I told you that when you drafted him. What did I yep. tell you? Huh? And yep. I'm and I'm glad Pittsburgh did. And I we're hope from Pittsburgh. Alabama. <laughs> and I hope Pittsburgh yeah. can Alabama win the last game and Jacksonville has the Colts at home and the Colts have not been able to beat Jacksonville at home in the last six years. Wow. So let's hope that they can make it. You wearing your Jacksonville gear? (laughs) Yeah. I'll go down to the flea market and get some. Oh, man. uh, Malcolm, Chiefs versus Denver. Chiefs are rolling. You know, they're sitting there. They're going to make it steady, you know, because. They want that number one C back. They lost it uh, last week, and uh, I can see the Chiefs doing 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 their business. Okay, Colts versus Jacksonville Emerson. Hey, Give it to Colts, me quick. The Colts need it. They gotta have it. They need it, and it's gonna be the Colts. I'm sorry, okay. the Jags are not gonna pull it out. Brian game for Washington once. versus Giants. Oh man, who cares? Uh, Washington. <laughs> T- Terry. Bears in Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota. Malcolm, Titans versus Houston. Thank you for giving me that one. Definitely the Titans. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, because uh, the Titans, they they had an amazing year. I mean, they uh, persevered through injuries. Three of the top players out. And the coach, to me, Vrabel, gets hats off. Uh, coach of the year to me. That's my vote. I Henry's mean, great back. job. Great job for the Titans. Keep doing your job. Mm-hmm. I can see them finishing that up. Bengals versus Browns, Emerson. Whoa. So much controversy with, with Baker Mayfield. I'm going with the Bengals. They're rolling. Joe Burrow and the company. Okay. Woo! 49ers, 49ers versus Rams. Terry. Um, I'll say it again. Uh, 49ers. Okay. Panthers. <laughs> Panthers versus Buccaneers. <laughs> Not Malcolm. changing my mind. Uh, Buccaneers. Okay. Buccaneers. Seattle versus Cardinals. Emerson. Seattle. Patriots versus Dolphins. Brian. Oh, Patriots. Saints versus Falcons. Terry. Oh, with the Saints. Uh, you want to retract that again and try the Falcons? I'm going with the Saints and the points. Okay, because if the Saints <laughs> win and you lose, the Saints go into the playoffs. But if we win, Ooh, the we're in. <laughs> Jets oh. versus Bills. Malcolm. <laughs> not changing my mind. 49ers are winning. <laughs> is that, you said Jets Bills? Yeah. Jets versus the Bills. That's a tough one. I'm going with the Bills. Mm-hmm. Chargers versus the Raiders. Emerson. Chargers all 
day long. And that's a big game. That's a big game. Yeah, I think whoever wins it is in, right? That's a big game. Justin Herbert, come on. Wait a minute. It's only one spot left, isn't it? Um, I think it's yeah. down to this game, if I'm not mistaken. It's the Colts. The Colts, yeah, it's the only Colts, down yeah. to one. Uh, mine, last one, Pittsburgh and the Ravens. I'm going Pittsburgh. Woo. Big Ben goes out on top. Winning the last game and never having a losing season. Oh, waka waka waka. So that's hey, it. What kind of ice cream you like? Um, <laughs> I like Oreo <laughs> topping on the bottom of the ice cream with right. Oreo ice cream and then topped off with Oreo topping. Uh, oh, you're one of those difficult Give people. Chocolate uh, I want it layered, and I only yeah. want half Get a chocolate cone. The big, call it a day. the big thing to getting what you want is leave a nice tip, and uh. I'm going to tip this off to Emerson, please. Hey, <laughs> ba ba da ba bum. Well, folks, that was our show for tonight, and we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Please continue to watch XO Sports because I'm telling you, we're the hottest show in the land. If you don't know, you better ask somebody. Hit that subscribe button. Come and check us yes. out. Come a part of the family. XO Sports Talk, y'all. You know there's nothing like Definitely. it going on anywhere else. And we're going to see you next week. Until next time for XO. <laughs> and he had a stroke. Oh, my goodness. XO Sports uh. Talk. <laughs> this is what happens when you get old. Thank you. God bless. Good night. Yeah, good, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. And I'm going to end out with this Madden little sound bit, too. Oh, yeah. Huh? Hey, what would you do if some of your players jumped into the stands at the Coliseum after scoring touchdowns? What would worry me, in Oakland, I may have like five jump in and two come out. <laughs> good night, everyone. Good, good uh, night. Good night. Everybody, good night.